What's up, everybody? It is Thursday, August 6th, and you are listening to Cue the Banner. We have a lot to bring to you this episode. Breaking news out of the NCAA pretty much all day. The Big Ten list of demands, some COVID issues, the AAC, of course, and the NCAA finally steps up. We're jumping to baseball. We have a new COVID protocol. The Cardinals went to a casino, which is bananas, and we're going to give you a 10-game update. The NFL players are opting out. They were given until today, so we'll see how all of this pans out. Fantasy football people already chirping. XFL with a bubble, they might be able to play in the fall and then allow players to enter the draft from from college. That should be interesting. We're going to talk about that. The NBA, no positive tests again. And Devin Booker's shot to put the Suns over the Clippers that ruined Grant's parlay. NHL, just a brief update. Obviously, we know nothing about hockey. We're going to do our best. PGA Championship, we're going to talk about our picks. Finishing off with a trivia question. Then a segment, a worst time for the planned event. And in our reoccurring segment, but we're renaming it. We were calling it Sports Feast last time. Now it's below average athletes, above average expectations. Plank, feed me that intro. So we're going to lead off here with the fact that there was definitely a fucking shortened track last episode. I don't think there was. I, I did not hear it. This, I don't know if you're doing this to piss me off. <laughs> I'm being dead serious. you actually don't hear it. I really don't hear it. How do you not? I played for you over and over again. What happened? And you still don't think it's a shortened track? I think I just cut in a couple, a little early because we weren't seeing each other through a Zoom you mean or that you Skype. Were answering questions before I asked them. Some of our listeners did not hear it either. I think you're just crazy. I think it was just That's your phone. It was just your phone. You were answering questions. Is that what you're saying? You were answering questions before I asked them? It was your phone. That's what you're sticking with. I don't know what you did to your phone, but it was your phone. I sent you exactly what was going over in the track. And you sent me back the exact same time period, and it was the same same sound. No, you're you, wrong. And you answering a question. You're doing this to make me mad. I'm not. I can't, I can't see your face, <laughs> but I can tell you're doing this to make me mad. <laughs> I'm not. This is, this is one of those times that you would be looking to everybody else like, oh, I'm so funny. <laughs> I don't have, doing this piss me off. I don't I'm have right. to look at everyone right. else for that. It was a short track. Uh, the listeners might not be able to hear it. That drove me nuts. You said, oh, our listeners can't hear it. But I, I can hear it. I don't think it's they a, did. It, it's a quality issue on Plank's part. I don't think it's the listeners heard issue. it. That's exactly what happened. It's a short track. I'm not sure if it's our platform or what's going on. It's a short track. I don't, I don't mean to point out our issues right from the start and talk about why this is bad. I think our issues are you. Track, and you pissed me off. No, no, the issues are you not being able to understand that it is completely okay. We're going to move on before I throw a fit. <laughs> before I throw a fit during this episode. Um, shout out Ireland. Yeah, yeah. We got some listeners over in Ireland, you know. That's that's great to see. It's, it's awesome seeing that, and I'm glad that Connor... Vic Gregor is following along with us. It, you know what? It's possible. It very, I don't know, but seriously, shout out to Ireland. I think uh, that's awesome. Yeah, it, it's um, very cool. I want to talk about, uh, for our listeners, my co-host, 
host, the king of shitty takes, continues with a shitty parlay. So, what um, the king of shitty takes does is he's too scared to lay down legit money. No, it's not that. It is not he's that. Too, don't interrupt me. It he's is not that. Scared, don't interrupt me. He's too scared to lay down legit money, so he puts a dollar on a par on a ridiculous parlay. He's been doing this for years, like off the wall ridiculous parlay. Puts down a dollar, and then he texts me, "Oh, I could win, could win ninety two dollars today." Off like fifty two things have to happen. No, it's not in, in order for him to win this. No. So I want to hear about your parlay that went down. What would that have been Tuesday night? Yes, it was Tuesday night. Go um, through your parlay, and I also want to hear your new parlay. Okay. We're going to keep coming. Hell yeah. I, I told you. So this is my story. I only have a little bit left in my account that I'm betting on. So I'm just putting together some parlays for the next week and betting a dollar each day. Likely that, story. The same story he's been telling for, for two years. <laughs> no, it's, and, you know, if I win, I win. And, you know, it's it'll be great. It'll be nice. But I'm trying to get that money out of that account so I can start in a new uh, platform of betting. Um, but obviously people have a little bit of a problem with that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Banter, banter, blah, blah, blah. But straight babble. Let's get to the parlay. My parlay from the other night was the book, the net, oh, 18 and a half against the Bucks. You know, unbelievable line. Um, I went with the Nets, took them, then I had the Clippers straight up. I had the Trailblazers plus four, the Heat plus four, and then in baseball, I had the Indians minus one and a half, the Twins and Pirates combining for nine runs, and the Dodgers at one and a half. And I hope, I hope the listeners hear this and hear how crazy this is. Don't follow... How is that crazy? He's the king of shitty takes for a reason. How is that Don't crazy? Follow this. That's a bold. That's a bold prediction, and everything should have happened. But the damn Clippers, the the one that I was probably most confident in, didn't work. It didn't happen. That one is pretty crazy. It, it honestly it is. It, and when I was looking over that parlay, I right off the bat, it was one of the first bets that I saw, and it was like, okay, so that's that's almost a lock. Yeah. And I didn't take their. Uh, or spread because I feared that they were going to win outright. Like it didn't matter. I didn't want to be in a situation where maybe uh, the Suns did cover, but the, the Clippers still won. So I just took the Clippers outright and Devin Booker, that motherfucker. No, but that was awesome. I mean, it was. That, awesome it, was. it was. It was a great shot. Did you, did you hit everything else on that parlay? I did. No, you didn't. Yes. You hit everything else. I believe the Trailblazers won. That's the first time that you've ever. No, ever it's done not. No, it's not. Parlays. No, have you it's. Ever won one? Yeah, I've won like five. No. That's yes, a, I have. That yes, is a I have. And that's a lie. and one of our favorite listeners, um, he can attest to that. Oh, all of my listeners are my favorite. I went. I meant to say one of our listeners from the beginning. Okay. He can attest to that. Because he would, we were always texting during college football, and when I was winning these parlays, you were not winning any parlays. That is yes, like, I was. No, you never won a parlay. Whatever. You You're did. like these these. Uh, everybody knows that these NFL Sunday guys that come in and go, "Well, I got a parlay on every team that's playing today." <laughs> you 
I, that is not. the only guy to call every game right. No, um, I, I know what you're talking about, but that is not what I do. Well, this is, it sounds like you even go over multiple leagues and still think that's what you do. So do we have a parlay for tonight? I, for today? I put, yes. Night? Yes, I put one in for Wednesday. Um, so we're going to start with the NBA. We've got three games for the NBA. We're taking the Pelicans minus four against the Kings. And then we are going with the Pacers minus three against the Suns. And then the Clippers. I'm going with the Clippers again. They better not let me down. They are minus four against the Mavericks. Then over in the MLB, we have the Pirates winning outright against the Twins. The Rangers beating the Athletics. The Braves minus one and a half against the Blue Jays. The Brewers winning. And then the Yankees winning. Do you you sound so desperate? How much money? How much what is, what is the bet? I got one dollar, and if I win it's two hundred and fifty-eight dollars. Do you realize how desperate you sound? How do I sound desperate? You sound like a guy that's that's um, scraping up the bottom of the barrel. I told you. For, it, for any kind of luck. I am, because I'm trying to get rid of that money out of that account. And I told you multiple times, make a, make a big bet, and then keep winning one game at a time. This is ridiculous. No, because if there's a chance that I can just put a dollar in. I don't boring or scaring anybody away, because they realize legitimately how stupid you are. You're stupid. So we're going to jump right into headlines here. We had to switch everything around. Um, so uh, early in the mornings, because uh, we're grinders, uh, me and the King of Shitty Takes get up pretty early and work out our episodes. Uh, and, um, you know, we had everything kind of planned out where we wanted to go. And, and most of the time with headlines, we do our best to put the uh, – what do we want to talk? Uh, the, the most, most relevant thing. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. The most notable thing first, we want to bring uh, the most notable news headline or breaking news first, uh, which was, we thought, the MLB. Um, immediately after we had our meeting and discussed everything, boom, college football news just comes out of everywhere. It seemed like everywhere uh, we looked, there was college football news or takes on what was going on. So, um, I don't know. I think we can first talk about the, the NCAA stepping forward, kind of stepping up and, and finally make being a shot caller. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the NCAA steps up, and I, I think you can call it in response to this list of demands um, that's going on. Uh, they canceled the D2 and D3 fall championships. Mm-hmm. I think that has something to do with the NCAA finally stepping up. Um, they're going to have an update. Uh, the NCAA finally kind of steps forward and, and wants to communicate um, to discuss championships, to discuss sports. Uh, I mean, with the list of demands that were brought forward from the Pac-12 and now the Big Ten, they have to respond to, to multiple things uh, if they want their players hanging around. Definitely, for sure. I mean, um, Pac- I mean, it's great for the Pac-12 and Big Ten players um, for speaking out and using their platform, um, they're finally kind of realizing the weight that they hold and how much the NCAA truly needs them to compete and to be and to be around. 
NCAA is kind of having a meeting of the minds here uh, from what I understand and from what it sounds like, and they're going to um, – I don't know this is it sure what kind of jurisdiction they have over the conferences or anything like that. Obviously, uh, they're all playing under NCAA guidelines and rules uh, and regulations, but, um, you know, on Wednesday – they directed each member of the divisions to decide independently by August 21st. Um, I'm not sure. You know, th- this is why immediately we saw Division Two and Division Three cancel fall championships. Right. Like they were just kind of waiting on the okay. Yeah. Um, the difference between D2 and D3 is, is these looks um, with professional contracts. Um, potentially getting drafted and of course the TV money um, the money in the stadiums all the revenue that's going to be brought in I'm not really sure um, where Division 1 NCAA sports goes uh, more in particular football is what we're more focused on but of course we want the return of all sports somehow some way um, the NCAA uh, is announcing that they're going to honor athlete scholarships, which is awesome. Right, and yeah, that's no huge. What. That is huge. Yeah, that's, that's great. It's the, it's the right uh, move. And they also want to determine no later than August 14th whether um, players that are deciding to opt out retain a year of eligibility. Uh, for a lot of these guys, uh, particularly in football, this could mean make or break for the NFL. Um, so a lot of those guys that are on the bubble, maybe in a smaller conference, um, or even some guys in, in Power 5 conferences, this is make or break. Um, do they want that year of eligibility back? Are you willing to take a year off and work out? I think it puts a lot of stress on these players to kind of make this type of decision. Oh, yeah. And, I th- and this could potentially be the reason that the NCAA has stepped in. Yeah, definitely. I mean... There's going to be some of those guys that are opting out because they know that they're going to be that, that first-round um, pick. And, you know, they're not going to care about if they get another year of eligibility or not. But, like you said, for some of these guys, they need that this year of participating in sports to kind of prove themselves and uh, improve that draft stock. So uh, it'll be nice if they do get that extra year so that way they're not getting uh, – screwed out of a top draft pick or even a higher pick than what they should be. So here's, here's kind of the crazy part. Um, college football starts in, in, in less than a month. Oh, man. That's when I was looking, because the Big Ten obviously dropped their schedule today, and or last night, and um, they uh, seeing that Ohio State kicks off the season September 3rd, I mean, that's in four weeks. That's... We have no, we have no idea what's going on right. either. That's the problem. Yeah. Um, the NCAA make, I think they're too late to yeah. step up and kind of try to make some decisions. They may be too late. Yeah, I mean, um, and the Big Ten commissioner Kevin Warren uh, comes forward a few days ago now and says pretty much there's a chance that we don't play any fall sports or have, have a football season. There's mm-hmm. a solid chance. Right. That this doesn't go down. Uh, the way we think it's going to go. It's it's crazy to think that in a month from now we could be playing college football. Yeah, or in two weeks it might be taken away from us. You know, it's I mean, there's just so much that's going to be happening in this next month. With everything that's going on, I mean, are they are they prepared to go in a month? Yeah. 
I mean, I that's, think that's, I think that's tough to gauge. I, I know the my team, the America's team, Cincinnati Bearcats, <laughs> are leaving for their camp tomorrow. Yeah, and yeah. Ohio State starts uh, tomorrow. Nothing's changed with that. Yeah, Ohio Which State's is crazy to think about considering uh, what our nation's dealing with. Right. Yeah, and it, so what's crazy is. Ohio State's camp got bumped up a week because now they start a week earlier. So, like, they just found out today that their camp that was supposed to start next week is now starting tomorrow, which is, I mean, obviously a big adjustment. You know, you're not prepared for camp. You know, there's a lot that goes into preparing for camp, you know, with your body that those couple of days before, that week before, and now they're just told they got to go to camp tomorrow, you know, and start practice. So, I mean, that's it's just – there's so much. It's a day-to-day basis, really, which is crazy. I know, and it's something we've been talking about um, since we since we started with all this. Each time we come to NCAA football or NCAA sports in general, it's like it's a list of the unknowns. Yeah, um, for sure. We really don't know what's going on, and, and kind of going with. I do want to mention this with the American Athletic Conference talking about. Um, obviously, my Bearcats. Uh, American Athletic Conference announces that they're going eight-game conference schedule with originally scheduled dates, which I like that. Yeah. Um, and then this is interesting. This I don't know if this is new, if it's novel, um, but American Athletic Conference members have the opportunity to schedule non-conference games. Uh, they can go up to four at their own discretion. Uh, so so uh, that would be a full schedule. As yeah. long as they're in safety protocol. So I like this because I think it kind of gives a little bit of leeway. But at the same time, I don't know who you play. Right, yeah. You're not you're not giving too much. I mean, are you able just to turn around and play people in your conference a second time, just count it as non-conference that way, just to at least play football? That's an interesting thought. Um, I think in the case of maybe some teams higher up, some non-power fives, looking at the, the American, if you're looking at like a Memphis, uh, UCF, and then UC, maybe they want to play each other a couple times. Yeah. Maybe it helps them out. Right, exactly, yeah. Or, or maybe a, a UC comes up to Ohio State, plays Ohio State, um, just because of being in-state, all that. Because the Big Ten is does have um, an open date right now, and uh, it's supposed to be for a non-conference, but I'm not sure how that is going to work. They have a couple open dates in, in their schedule, co- open weeks, I should say, for something um, like that. I mean, Ohio State doesn't want to play. You see, that would be embarrassing for, for Ryan Day. Um, but before we kind of jump into, we are going to talk about Ryan Day um, and Jim Harbaugh. Before we jump into that, we got to talk about former American Athletic Conference school, UConn, canceled their, their football season uh, in quotations because of coronavirus. Uh, who? That's a big yawn there. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what the athletic director said. Yeah, UConn's athletic yeah. director said as well. We have a football team? I thought Since they just what? had girls basketball. Um, they canceled so many sports. I'd be worried about them canceling football. But UConn saying they canceled because of coronavirus uh, is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> really? You should be I thanking mean, that's, the that's virus. That's um, Cespedes <laughs> getting out of a contract because of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. UConn's like, oh, we see, we see a way out here. Yep. We're going to bail because of this pandemic. We're going to use this to our advantage. Yeah, it's just that. It's there for a built-in excuse, so everyone's using that right now. And, I mean, he, sh- he again, he should be thanking the virus because he just saved their school you know, a football season. Um, a 
waste of time. Yeah, you know, waste of money putting out a product every Saturday. Exactly. Uh, so let's go in. We talked about it a little bit, but uh, before we jump in, I, w- I want to talk about my trivia question. So for the listeners, uh, if you've been following along with these these five episodes, we do a trivia questions on, on occasions, n- normally toward the end. Uh, we decided to put them in with the segment that they're associated with. So say, for example, if I have an MLB question, I'll put it in with MLB headlines. Uh, but my trivia questions, plural, because um, I'm going to fire them kind of whenever, uh, as long as you're not too bothered by that, Grant. I'm Go ahead. Bring it on. Um, yeah, so I was just curious, before we jump into kind of talking about Ryan Day, I want you to kind of talk about that. Um, do you know what the best uh, college in Ohio is? Ranked? Ranked? No, 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 no. What? Ranked number one. Best institution in Ohio. In general. I, Period. Uh, academically. I don't. Um, okay. It, it, go ahead. It, you don't have a guess? I, I want you to make a guess. I'm going to say it's the University of Cincinnati. It's not the University of Cincinnati. It's actually Case Western. Oh. Um, just kind of throwing... Ohio State under the bus there. So talk about uh, Ryan Day and Jim Harbaugh or what went down with that. Yeah, so, uh, this, and this is all just through the grapevine. Um, obviously, only the coaches in this teleconference that the Big Ten had yesterday were there. There was no media allowed. And uh, supposedly, Ryan Day was talking and Jim Harbaugh, just in the middle of it, just interrupted and accused Ohio State of some violations. Um, and he called out a former assistant on his staff that is now with Ohio State, accused him of a violation. Um, and, then, and then Ryan Day basically said, well, why don't you worry about your team? I'll worry about mine. And then right after they got done with this teleconference, Ryan Day called a team meeting at the facility, called the whole team in, and um, told them that they better be ready to go because, and that the Big Ten better have a mercy rule because they're going to put 100 on Michigan. Uh, which is um, bold, bold yeah, statement. Yeah. I'm just curious. Do you know if Ryan Day had to go to to Dad's house before he made any kind of statements like that? Did he have to go to Urban Meyer's place and say, "Dad, can I please can I can I make a speech? I want to make a speech today." No, I think Urban was already in, in the facility. Urban made the call and was like, "You can make a speech, buddy." Tussled his hair. He was like, "You know what? You can go ahead and make a speech." Um, do you know who leads this, this series all time? Michigan, Ohio State? It's Michigan. It is Michigan, yeah, that's what I thought. Um, do you know actually what Ohio school in the Big Ten is ranked below average academically in the conference, so below Big Ten standards? Um, what Ohio school that's in the Big Ten is ranked below average academically in the conference? Are you aware? What school is that? I think it's Ohio State. They're actually huh. ranked below average, um, in every ranking, actually, which is pretty crazy. Um, so, does this fuel the fire? I mean, does this mean college football is coming? If, if I don't know, but happening between these two. But so, so that's the thing. Like, just seeing the schedule be released today, schedule with dates for the Big Ten, um, and then seeing this story come out. I mean, man, it it feels good. Like, it feels like it's like. You know, the season's about to be starting because you're, you're starting to see the shit-talking between Ohio State and Michigan fans. And um, I think that's always a sign when, like, football's starting to get started again because, you you know, you see the schedule, you see them on it, 
Um, and it seems like the Michigan fans are always a little more excited at the beginning of the year. Um, but there's a lot of uh, shit talking happening. So it, it's fun to see. It feels like football is happening. That is actually like it. For a lot of college football fans, yeah. especially growing up in Ohio, uh, I, I despise Ohio State, but it is like Michigan, Ohio State kind of fuels this. Uh, not obviously it's such a huge rivalry, uh, not nearly as big as the keg and nails that you see, <laughs> but um, it is a big rivalry. And whenever these two are going at each other, it's like, all right, it's time to it's time to get rolling for college football. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. So I mean, it feels good. It feels like it's happening, uh, which is just another thing that will would suck if anything happens to the season. You know, we're we're starting to get in in deep in, in, into. Uh, the shit talking and seeing the stuff, seeing schedules. So I mean, it. I just really hope this this continues. Yeah. So with that, I think kind of talking about uh, Big Ten football and everything. Oh, um, one last trivia question for you. Um, the Godfather, your Godfather, uh, your daddy, um, Urban Meyer, graduated from what school? <laughs> <laughs> the University of Cincinnati. That's correct. That's a good one. I'm surprised you got that one. He graduated from the University of Cincinnati. Uh, played football at UC. Uh, for all our listeners out there, I, I get so excited knowing that so many Ohio State fans um, listening to this are just going to be so fired up. I love that. Ohio State fans are so I can't even deal with them. That they are the most intolerable fan you just cannot deal with an Ohio State fan because they just whine 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 um but kind of going hand in hand with the Big Ten they they released a list of demands today yeah yeah um very similar I don't want to I don't want to put the pressure on the Big Ten or anything like that very similar to Pac-12 uh, which I think is great yeah for uh, all sure. these demands that are being asked um, I'm not sure if they will be met, but once again, we've talked about this in the past. It, you're making your voice heard, mm-hmm. um, and, and these two conferences now understand the bargaining power that they potentially have yeah. moving forward. And I, I think mean, it helps here. It helps that they're along the same lines and close to the same uh, demands of the Pac-12 because um, then it's easier... I don't know if easier is the right word, but it it helps the NCAA to kind of put it out for the whole entire NCAA to follow along with these rules or to go along with these guidelines instead of having the Pac-12 asking for this, but the Big Ten's asking for a 180 of that. You know, it's all along the same lines. Well, I think what's what's really cool about the, in particular, uh, by the way, the Indians just beat the Reds. Oh, yeah. Um, which is tough, tough for me, but, but we'll get into that later. But what I think is really um, interesting about the, the Big Ten's list of demands is um, they want action right now um, to be taken in communication-wise. Like, they, they want to communicate with the NCAA right now, and they're also attacking the NCAA's inability to handle COVID so right. far. Yeah. Uh, the, big, the Big Ten went straight at the NCAA saying, how can you uh, make each conference make these decisions? How, how can you force this on the conferences to make these decisions? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't this be up to you to ensure the safety um, of these players? 
And I think it puts a lot of pressure on the NCAA. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Um, so, if you get a chance for our listeners, go to the, the Players' Tribune and, and leave or read, sorry, read the Big Ten um, list of demands. It was a group of a 1,000 Big Ten football players um, basically calling on the Big Ten itself and the NCAA to ensure the safety uh, of its players, which is really cool. It's really cool to see them all band together. We've seen a lot of cool stuff like that um, in the midst of a pandemic and then dealing with a lot of social injustice. Um, it's been really cool to see a lot of players band together. Uh, across all leagues we, we've discussed this in the past yeah yeah for sure um that's pretty much all i have for for ncaa football breaking news wise uh, yeah. do you have any closing thoughts for ncaa football moving forward no just really just kind of saying what i said again earlier um it feels like it's happening uh it feels good to be shit talking with some michigan fans or at least seeing it on my timeline uh you know it feels right you know it's about this time of the year so it, it feels good. Absolutely. Um, let's move forward into the MLB. The MLB releases a new COVID protocol, and this has to be um, because the, the Cardinals <laughs> went to a went to a casino. I mean, of all things to be doing right now, a casino. Like, come on. Especially as a team. I can't like, believe they thought this was going to be a good idea. Yeah. I mean, um, really, a casino. Did you not think Come that anyone on. was going to see you guys? Like, dude, I don't know. It's just dumb. Well, and, and the release of this new quote-unquote protocol is basically just um, restrictions on the original rules. Um, they're just kind of trying to enforce things more. I mean, if you've watched any MLB games, the math thing um, has been interesting. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's spitting. Right. I mean, it's baseball. I don't know how you're going to control these players, but I think the big change um, is a is a compliance officer with each team. Mm-hmm. So each MLB team is required now to have a COVID protocol compliance officer. Um, I'm not I'm not sure how this is going to go. Um, I think it'll be really interesting to see where they hire these these compliance officers. Like, uh, are they allowed to hire anybody? Right. I mean, I, um, I'm not sure. Like, obviously, I think it's great that they're going. The MLB's handling all of this, um, but we've seen the NBA handle it best, and they've been going to a third party. Yeah. Um, the NBA actually goes to a third party for everything, which is, which is really really it's cool. The smartest uh, way. That's that's kind of beside the point. Right. Um. But there, there's there was a serious problem uh, in the MLB, uh, and now it kind of seems like. It didn't have much to do with their protocol. These outbreaks that we saw in Miami um, and St. Louis, it, it didn't have much to do with the protocol. Yeah. It, had, a, it but, had everything to do with these players making mistakes off the field. Yeah, they were, I mean, I saw a guy for the Marlins was going to get milk. Like, <laughs> I mean, of all things to be going to get, and that's just obviously what they said. You know, he was probably, probably doing something else. Um, but, I mean, as a player right now, you just got to understand, like, you can't be fucking up right now. Of all time, like, it's only 60 games. Get, I mean, and especially for the Marlins, you got to play 60 games and then you're done. Like, just, just play your 60 games. And then if you seriously have to go out during a pandemic, go out. Well, here's, 
another big problem with Miami and that outbreak and the things that kind of sparked it this, I believe it was 21 games that were moved. Um, they don't, it's a really, really young team. Yeah, for sure. It's a really, really young team that was already probably going to have some problems. Um, you know, they're, they're ball players. It's a young team in Miami. Um, but they don't really have anybody to step up and say, we need to follow these rules during a pandemic. I mean, it's complicated. It's something unprecedented. Yeah. It's something that nobody's dealing with. Nobody's ever dealt with. Right. Yeah, nobody. And especially as a young kid, you don't know how to even handle something that's close to this. Not that there's too many things that are close to it, but just someone that is that just a veteran presence. So not a lot has been made about about the compliance officer and where they're coming from. If it will be a third party, um, if if they can pretty much grab anybody, uh, that's just kind of has to look out for the rules. This will be interesting to see how it pans out. But I think these two outbreaks will hopefully wake these players up. For, yeah. Uh, and, and probably the worst way ever to wake them up. But, you know, it's the things we've got to deal with currently. It's got to be done. Uh, especially the nature of how the league has handled it. Yeah. Um, I think they're doing a pretty good job so far, considering the cases and how they've handled the outbreaks. Um, you know, it's hard to compare them to no cases in the NBA, but uh, it's just it's a completely different ball game when you're in that bubble. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, so we'll keep following the, the new COVID protocols, uh, these compliance officers. Hopefully we finally know uh, <laughs> what's going down with these compliance officers. I mean, can, you, can your manager just, like, wear the title of compliance officer? I mean, I we'll see. is uh, be classic baseball move. Is CC going to be the compliance officer for the Yankees because he's just been around the team the entire year? Exactly. Like, that, that, that was exactly what I was thinking. They're just going to grab somebody. Yeah. That's just going to travel with the team. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how all of this pans out. We'll continue to follow it. <clears throat> um, we're approaching. Some teams are already there. Some teams are way behind, depending on <laughs> their, their COVID issues. Some teams will be approaching it this coming weekend. We, we need a 10-game update. 10 games uh, in a 60-game sprint. is you, you know a decent amount about your team at that point if you're following your team. Um, in my case, if you're following your team, you might realize that your bullpen is a complete nightmare and an absolute shit. Or in my case, that your offense you're sucks. By, the bullpen will lose the game for you. <laughs> Maybe you've learned that thing, learned those kind of things at 10 games. Um, you know, we don't want to go through each individual team and read a paragraph on what's going down with each individual team. Because uh, I don't think anybody wants to hear that. If you're following your team, whether they're winning or losing, and then obviously you know if you're you know where your division sits um, and for some of these divisions they're dealing with um, unfortunately teams that maybe have only played three or four games <laughs> so it drastically impacts the standings uh, regardless we do want to go through a little bit just a breakdown of the American and the National League and then we're going to talk about our Reds and Indians picks uh, Brian, you want to lead us off here with the American League? Yeah, so kind of just looking at each, uh, in the AL East, we'll start with, um, it's the Yankees, obviously. Um, they're, I think they're probably playing the best baseball in the league right now. Um, Aaron Judge looks like he's unstoppable. Um, but the thing that sticks out the most in the AL East is the Baltimore Orioles are still up top. Still there. 
they're you know they're they're at second they're in second place three and a half games back um still hanging around uh we'll see how long that hap- that stays like that for um in the al central we got the twins um they've they've also been playing some great baseball right now and thing that really sticks out for me is the difference in their runs right now is plus 30 for the twins so they are scoring runs and holding their opponents to nothing um and obviously that's the name of the game uh another thing that kind of shocks me um and obviously being a little biased is the indians being at the middle of the pack um anyone that um has seen the indians knows that their offense right now is just dog shit um I made the comment back to you last night that I think our college offense was better than their offense right now. And and they have good hitters, obviously, um, especially that one through four, one through five. Um, but they just can't get a hit in, at a right time. Um, but moving on in the AL West, the A's in first place out there. And um, what kind of uh, – stands out here is the Astros are in second place and their run difference is greater than the A's. Not that that's such a big deal. The A's are only a game, half a game up from them. But, um, you know, the A's, I think that the A's will actually run away with that division here coming up. Um, kind of going away from the standings, just talking about the Astros for a second. Um, I've loved seeing the stat where um, Bregman – Correa and Altuve are hitting like 170. That just makes me happy. Great, to, great to see that. Um, but then again, just look at the league as a whole. The Twins and Yankees obviously up top. Um, the White Sox actually third in the American League right now. So that's kind of a surprise. Um, they are the second team in the AL Central, but um, they're up there right now. Um, there's only within the top sixth. Of the American League, there's only there's three divisions. Um, we got three teams from the AL Central, and then two teams AL West, and then Yankees in the AL East. So um, that's kind of surprising to look at. But um, but yeah, so I think things are pretty much shaping up to how we kind of thought they were gonna be. Um, aside from like I said, the Baltimore Orioles still hanging around up top of the of the of the um, AL East. But um, unfortunately for them, they got to deal with the New York Yankees, and they look unstoppable right now. You never know. Yeah, but yeah, you who knows? Know. Who knows? <clears throat> so the National League is definitely who's dealing with the, the COVID uh, issues the most. Obviously, teams are missing games here and there. Uh, but leading off with the East, the Marlins to the top there. Yeah. Only playing five games, so <laughs> that's going to change. Um I'm going to call that. I'm going to, I'm going to make a bold prediction here. That's going to change. Um, they might be red hot if you're looking at their winning percentage, but it's not going to happen. The Braves um, sit there at 8-5 and five with, with a pretty um, strong lead over the rest, uh, the Nationals, Phillies, and Mets. But the Phillies obviously haven't played uh, nearly as many games. They kind of sit there with the Marlins, uh, just played one more game than the Marlins. But the Braves are going to be a team, team to beat in the East. But they're dealing with some injuries, and we, we're going to talk about that in a second yeah. here. In, in the Central, the Cardinals sit there at second. Uh, another team that's dealing with COVID issues. They've only played five games so far. But the Cubs, at 9-2, and two, been playing great baseball. Oh, yeah. And I think that's going to continue to happen. One five in a row now. Uh, the Reds, 
the Reds got rolling for a second. The Reds looked really good um, because the bullpen was not involved during <laughs> seven inning double headers. Uh, the Reds won two in a row because we did not have to deal with any bullpen bullshit. Uh, the Reds lost two in a row now to the Indians. We're going to talk about that a little more in-depthly. But the Reds, I think, are finally finding their stride uh, and where they should be, followed by the Brewers. And then the Pittsburgh Pirates are brutal. They've lost seven in a row. They haven't won a game in a week. Um, Non-differential is negative 20. <laughs> um, so in the West, uh, the West is actually pretty tight. Besides the Arizona Diamondbacks, who lost three in a row, uh, three and seven on their last ten, they are three and eight, sit up, sit at the bottom of the West. Uh, but the Rockies, Dodgers, Padres, and Giants um, are all within four games of each other. The Rockies lead with an eight and two record. Now they've played less games than the Dodgers, mm-hmm. eight and four. Um, so I think we're going to see some changes there. But we'll continue to follow all of this. Um, and we probably won't do another update till 20 games. And 20 games, we said this very early. Yep. Said this on opening day, 20 games. Now it's different. It was a six-game sprint. But 20 games, no matter what, is when you know what kind of team you got. You know where everybody sits at 20 games. So we're going to do that update at 20 games and see what happens. Um, I don't think I want to talk about the Reds Indians, but we have to. <laughs> I don't know if I want to. <laughs> Both teams are terrible right now. I don't. The Reds bullpen continues to ruin games. Starting pitching, we had a um, TJ Antone tonight started the game for the Reds. Um, first ever MLB start. He just had his debut a few days ago um, and threw well. I mean, yeah. I'm throwing a fit there in the dugout. He threw well. Yeah, he did. Uh, for, a, for a major league bullpen guy. He put he them in a position well. to win. Um, he put them in a spot to win. Of course, the bullpen comes in and, and they're trash. Uh, and we, we don't want to run over the, the Indians-Reds game here. Um, <laughs> but more importantly, we have to talk about our bets. So, me, me being a Reds fan, Grant being an Indians fan. You can go first. We made some bets for the Ohio Cup. Uh, that's what they play for. Uh, okay. So, we have not shared these bets with each other yet. Um, and I want to make a pact with you before I share my bet. What's this pact? So, we have one more game left in the series, okay? Right. Meaning that we could leave this series all tied up. Right. So, I want to make a pact with you. That if we leave the series all tied up, we both gotta complete our portion of the bet. Alright. You agree with that? Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, I don't think you're gonna. I wanted to do it before I said it. I wanted to do it before I said um, my portion of the bet. So we're gonna do this this partly because uh, we do like to go at each other. We've been talking about the games for the past few days. And then secondly, um, we want to provide some content for you guys as well. We want to make sure this is like kind of like a live on air type deal. Uh, but once again, I have no idea what Grant's going to say. I have no idea what his end of the bargain is. I'll lead off with mine, uh, which no matter what, um, I already lost. I mean, 
the Reds cannot win this series. So I'm either looking at doing this alone or doing this with you. That's right, so, yeah. Shit, um, I didn't realize it was already Thursday. Damn. Yes, sir. So, <laughs> I can't even say it, but if the Reds tie, I would say if the Reds win, <laughs> the Reds tie this series, you have to finish. Now, I don't know if they make this anymore. You have to finish a fifth of coming at you. Oh Russian vodka. Shut up. During an episode. So you can pour it in, you can mix it in with whatever you want. No. You can you can do whatever you want with the with the bottle, but you have to finish a fifth of it. Just a fifth. Fuck. While on the air. So you don't have to you don't have to clean it, you can just drink it throughout an entire episode, but I expect the fifth to be gone by the time you're done. I don't even think they make it, but I'm sure it's still out there. Fuck, dude. Um, so for our listeners, I don't even know what the official name of it is. Is it Kamchaka? Kamchaka. God damn. Kamchaka Vodka. Um, my co-host, the King of Shitty Takes, had some serious issues with his vodka back in our college days uh, where he had to finish a significant amount of it. Shout out to uh, Rooftop. During during a competition. Um, and has some, has some serious problems with it. He's always had problems with it. So this was my, my end of the bargain. So if the Reds can make it happen tonight, um, you got to finish a fifth while during the episode, throughout the episode. So I want to hear yours. Because right. I'm, scared, I'm scared you're silently changing it in your head. No. So I don't want to give you too much time. No, I haven't. I haven't. But since it is the Ohio Cup, you know, there's a lot of Ohio teams, obviously. we got Ohio State, the Browns, Indians. Um, and we won't do the Cavs just because um, there's no team in Cincinnati for NBA. But you will have to do a segment. Each one's going to be a different episode where, you're, no, where, no. where you are giving sincere compliments about no, each no. player in the starting rotation or roster. No. <laughs> no. With Ohio State? Yep. No. You, ju- you just got to do their offense. No, I won't do that. <laughs> you both better hope. Wait, they can't. They can't. Are, you, are you serious? It's the Ohio Cup. I, I can't do that. Playing for Ohio. Browns and Indians. Playing for Ohio. Are you nuts? <laughs> you I'm going to feed compliment? You know what? That's fine. I'll, I agree. And it works out I, perfect because you, you were trash in Ohio State earlier. So this is a little payback fine. as well. That's fine. I just... Our definition of compliment may have just changed. <laughs> My definition of compliment definitely just changed. That's fine. I'm gonna do some, you know, if but Boom I, know, roasted. I know my reds, my reds will figure it out. Um, but regardless, I have to do this. That's right. That's why it's so tough. So regardless, I have to do this. Um, I'm gonna do some digging on these players on the Ohio State roster. The Browns and the Indians. I'm happy to do it. Um, you know. Not that I necessarily root for the Indians or anything like that, but you know I have a problem with the Indians. I've been to a few Indians games. You're a Browns fan though, too. Uh, you know, we, I'm not really a Browns fan. No, but we went uh, to we, been, we had a good time at a game. game. I, I love those salt of the earth people in Cleveland. Um, I'd be happy to to give some compliments to some to some uh, Browns players. I don't have a problem with that at all. Um, I would love to do that. Now it's the Ohio State where I have a major issue with everything. <laughs> Like I don't see any whole, issue. Everything about this makes me angry. <laughs> the thought of even doing it. Good. Oh my god. 
that's so messed up that you're gonna do this. <laughs> you gave me Kamchaka. I mean, come on. I'll finish three. I'll, I'll finish an entire handle instead of feeding Ohio State anybody that involved sucks. in that institution any that, kind of compliments. That sucks. Oh my god. All right. So let's jump right in. I'm so mad at you. I should have. Man, I'm mad at you. I should have put Urban in that too. I'm not giving that man any compliments besides his bachelor's degree. <laughs> Nothing besides his bachelor's degree. <laughs> Jumping right into the NFL. Players were given until today. I'm not sure how this is working. Uh, it seems like everything's being left out, but players are given until today to opt out. Yeah, it's. I feel like it's kind of tough to give them. I mean, like we've seen like MLB players that decide how like this this week or you know in the. I don't want to say in the middle of the season, but in the middle of what has happened so far that they don't want to play anymore, and they opt out then. Um, so it's kind of interesting to see how this will work with a deadline. Um, but we will see. I, so we've consistently had just under about 10 players a day since, since players mm-hmm. started opting out. Um, a lot of players, I mean, that's a significant number. Oh yeah, I think yeah. that's a pretty significant number of players to be opting out each day. Um, but you know, I think they put a deadline on it because they want to know, teams want to know what's yeah. going on, and within their organizations. And then the NFL league itself wants to know where mm-hmm. its players stand. Yeah, yeah, it makes um, sense. So it's just a little weird. This opt out is pretty much all about contracts uh, when it comes down to whether or not they want to play. So it's all about whether you get paid or not. I'm not sure if that plays a huge role in the in these players. Yeah, I don't for, know. for these players, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I really, once again, I, I think the NFL is is really far behind. But uh, I think there's some light at the end of the tunnel here. A player that's been very outspoken about how upset he is with the league and what they've done so far with COVID protocols. OBJ. Yeah, and I mean, we, and we know him as a. Obviously, he's a very outspoken person, but um, I think what he's preaching is exactly right. Um, but let's talk about what he had to say once he once he went into to Cleveland's facilities. Um, basically, comes out and says that he's 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 impressed uh, with what's going on with COVID. Yeah, the, the protocols that have been put in place. He's impressed. Yeah, and I mean. What I was talking about was what he first said. Um, you know, he doesn't think that there should be a season, but he's not going to opt out. Um, you know, I think that was the right. I don't. I don't want to say right move, but um, I think that's kind of how a lot of players were feeling. But he was the only one that expressed it. But it was very good to see once he was in the facilities that um, he did think that it was very well taken care of and stuff like that. Yeah, um, but he's still uh, very outspoken about the fact that the league uh, doesn't seem to care about its players. Yeah, I'm not going to say whether I agree or disagree with that. I think a lot of that uh, is pretty interesting mm-hmm. uh, for him to voice that. I, and once again, I like what you're saying. He's voicing a lot of times what other players are thinking. Yeah, he's um, not afraid to say it. No, he's definitely the guy to step up. I'm not afraid to say anything, but uh, it definitely is interesting that that he, he's practicing. Mm-hmm, yeah. Which, um, so that has to say something about the, the COVID protocols that, are put, that were put in place. Yeah. And, I, I mean, as a fan standpoint, that's great to see. 
but just as a league standpoint, um, it's really good to see. It's great to see someone that was kind of iffy on the situation turns out he's practicing and it it, it was a good situation. So. Oh, I think I just threw my back out with that sneeze. <laughs> oh boy, that was a rough one. Um, and and kind of going hand in hand with you talking about the season going, uh, I think it's really encouraging. You know what? It's encouraging. Maybe it's not encouraging. I'm not sure. Uh, but a lot of people are saying you know, all the fantasy football people are out chirping. You oh, know? Man. Uh, they're all making their picks, talking about what's going down. I don't know if they know anything or not, but these articles are popping up all over the place. So, you know how NFL fantasy football people are, these people that, that write it by the Bible. I know you and I obviously play uh, fantasy football, college, and NFL. Yeah. It is important, and we do shit talk, and we are playing. Um, with some passion, we're putting our team on the field with some passion. Uh, but we're not riding or dying by by faith football like a lot of these guys are, and these are I'm not sure what to think about all that. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's one of those things that like it was kind of like how I said like the Ohio State and Michigan shit talk happening. Like it's kind of one of those things where like, yep, it's football season, and seeing the fantasy football talk, you're kind of like, yeah, it's football season, but like. We still don't know which guys are going to be playing this year yet, and I mean, so it's kind of like let's 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 hold off on the fantasy football talk until maybe another week, and then like let's get it rolling because I want to you know let's let's let the season happen first, and then let's get into fantasy football, you know. Yeah. So I mean, let's get let's get it rolling. Let's get the yeah. NFL rolling. Let's. let's more focus on what's going on right now and then we'll kind of do the fantasy football um, we'll get all that chirping going on that, that all these fantasy football junkies are all about Right. Uh, let's focus on the NFL getting started first because um, yeah. we mentioned it a thousand times they're months behind oh, yeah. finally yeah. getting some things going Yeah, so, I feel like they've taken some good strides too um, they and, have and the players association and the league are working together yeah, yeah. finally I don't yep. think that's ever happened in, in league history but moving forward beyond the NFL, another professional football league, the XFL uh, 2.0, just won't go away. Now, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Danny Garcia, is it Danny? Danny uh, Garcia. I just saw the it. It was the Rock. That's all. That's the only one I've seen. Well, yeah. It was is the XFL. Um, basically, it sounds like what they saw, Garcia and Johnson, uh, is that this is the this is a legitimate league. There are legitimate athletes on the field, um, and they really don't know why. Um, you know, people weren't focused on on buying out this this league because it seems like there's a future here. There's a future here right. for, for football um, and for these athletes. Uh, they saw a gap in the entertainment um, of football, and they're taking advantage of it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, hopefully it works out. Um, I know I wasn't a huge XFL fan, per se. Uh, that's kind of right around the time that I start getting big into college basketball. So, um, but we'll, we'll see. I mean, if they can, you know, make this a very entertaining league, then, yeah, you know, all for it, you know. 
So that that seems like it is what their focus. Um, uh, the Rock has been relatively quiet about it, about the purchase, yeah. but he has said that he's really passionate about putting a, a product out there for the fans, uh, especially right now um, with what's going on. And, and yeah. you mentioned that you weren't watching it; you're kind of getting other things going. There's nothing else on. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll watch it. Yeah, for, yeah, we'll definitely. He knows that everyone is looking for sports right now, so. Especially if one of these leagues like NCAA or NFL doesn't happen, and he can get that to happen, then I mean everyone will be watching that because that's going to be the only football there is. Here's the most important part of what we're talking about with the XFL. Uh, this is this is really cool. It's smart. Is it possible? Not sure. Obviously, college football players are starting to opt out, and there's a lot of unknowns with college football. So, the XFL has, like, kind of, like, an uh, outlined an idea, which is really interesting. If they push all these seasons to spring for college football players or cancel them altogether, all of these talented college football players that have opted out of the 2020 season, these players could now participate in the XFL and still enter the 2021 NFL draft. Which is crazy, and it's a great move for the XFL if they it's, can it, if they can pull so that smart. off. Yeah, it's something. I mean, it like once you hear that, you're like, oh shit, like that makes a lot of sense. But it's you have to hear that and to be able to see that, like, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. When in reality, you know, you you never think of something like that. But great move if if they can pull it off. It is. It's really, it's really business savvy. It's smart for these players. It's a way to create mm-hmm. revenue. Uh, I don't know that you get big names. I don't know if you get these big names. I don't think you do. Yeah. You don't um, get these big names that are that are pretty much automatically going to the NFL regardless of this 2021-2020-2021 season. Yeah, but but I think you get names that are big enough for the average fan, especially if there is no college football, to tune in and be like let's go or like you know excited for the game be, be an avid fan well here's what you could potentially get these players that are on the bubble yeah these players that um might be outside of the power power five conferences uh that are looking for an opportunity to get seen to get drafted you could get a lot of those players and, and i don't hate that at all yeah, especially especially as an opportunity for them. To be, yeah. I, I think there's some questions with getting paid. Um, do you want to leave if you're that close to graduating? Um, and then if the NCAA offers eligibility, is it even worth it? I don't know. I think there's a lot of unknowns, but it's a, it's a really cool idea. Yeah, and I think it might be one of those things where if you see a guy or two go to and do this XFL, you might see... A bunch of them go and do it. You know, it's it's kind of like the overseas for basketball. Once you start, yeah. Once you start seeing a couple high schoolers start doing that, you know, they, there's been however many now, you know, 10, 15 of them that do it now. And um, so it might be like the same type like that. Once one guy does it, and you know, then he gets some of his buddies along board on board with him. They start doing it, and it could be a little just effect of everyone going. It could be a great way to funnel players that may not be ready to the NFL. I mean, I don't hate that idea. I don't yeah. know that the XFL loves it, but if they're making revenue, um, 
why not? Why not be kind of a funnel to the NFL for yeah. these players yeah. uh, instead of going up and playing Canadian football and then kind of being left behind? Right, yep. Kind of do like we a minor saw, league system for the NFL type, you know? Exactly. We, we saw some players, I don't think many, may not even be more than one. <laughs> um, we saw players do this last year Yeah. Uh, or last season. They, they played for the XFL. And then they get drafted, they get picked up by an NFL team. Yeah, and uh, so I mean, why not? Yeah, why, it could be great for them. An option? And, and I don't think the XFL uh, administration or organization, the league, wouldn't hate that. No, I don't think so. They're bringing so. in revenue still. Yeah, yeah. So why not? Um, that's pretty much all we had from the NFL. Uh, do you have any other, anything else to go over? No, no. Not that I can think That's of. pretty much all we had for the NFL, and we're going to continue to follow players opting out. Uh, join us Monday, especially because I think we're going to have a lot more news uh, for players opting out. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really sure what's going on with this deadline. Um, they're given till today, so we'll see. We'll continue to follow that. And join yep. us Monday for for an update on the NFL and what went down over the weekend. Jumping into the NBA, um, news came out late Wednesday. No positive tests again. They're nailing it. Adam Silver. They are. Adam Silver once again with everything. Social injustice, yeah. COVID, everything has been phenomenal. Yeah, it has been. He's setting the tone for all of these leagues. No positive tests. Yeah, he's I mean, it's do- remarkable. It's a great I it's unbelievable. It's awesome. They're doing they're doing everything right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you're getting no positive tests and the players are relatively happy, they're playing, um, the referees, the coaches, all the referees seem crazy happy. <laughs> um, playing, I saw pickleball Yeah. on ESPN, all the referees playing pickleball, which is hilarious. <laughs> um, but the coaches seem happy. You know, everything's going the right way. you got to deal with a couple things, being in the bubble. you got to deal with that. But, right. That's uh, what I was going to say. It's I been mean, proven worth it. Like, we've seen Silver crack down on players that would walk across the street of their hotel to pick up a DoorDash, uh, some food. But, like, you got the Cardinals that are going to a casino. Guard, and, yeah, exactly. And, you know, obviously, like, the NBA players probably would love to be at a casino right now, but they have zero positive tests within their league, and they're going to be able to play the full finals, you know, bearing some crazy... Um, a, a drastic change, but I don't see that happening. I don't see why that would happen. It speaks volumes about the, the speaking of the MLB and the NBA speaks volumes about the two commissioners. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and how they've handled not just COVID, uh, but everything. everything. Yep, definitely. How they've handled everything. Adam Silver is um, he's the king. And you know, um, what, so kind of a little bit of a transition there, um, but it. I feel like it's showing in the way that the league is playing right now, too. You know, like baseball, the the play has been down. I think there's been a lot of offenses that are down right now. Um, we've been seeing people get hurt in baseball. And then we've talked about how the NBA just picked up right where they left off. And, you know, it just, it, Everything's it just seems so fitting. As planned. Yeah, it seems so fitting that the NBA's nailed everything and then their play is just picked up right where it – it stopped back in March. And, and yeah, it's almost like we haven't skipped a day. Yeah, yeah. That's what, yeah, I, I think I told you this morning, kind of like, you know, it just feels like we're just, we had a little bit of a break, you know? It, 
it's, we it's can. awesome. Everything's falling into where where it should have. Yeah, yeah. There were questions with the NBA restart that it was like, okay, are, are certain teams going to be better now because of this time off, or yeah. other teams going to be worse? And I mean, we the, picked up right where we left off. The play's been great. We've seen game winners, great games come down to the wire, final couple minutes at least, and I mean, it's it's been a lot of fun to watch. And you're absolutely right in comparison to the MLB. MLB batting average is the lowest that it's ever been Yeah. Uh, at this point. And we've had so many injuries for pitchers. Um, everything seems to be going against the MLB and sticking with the NBA. Um, everything's going pretty much as planned, including the Lakers clinching the number one seed. Yeah, yeah. They, they clinched it early, too. You know, it's kind of what I would say we expected. Um, you know, I think everyone has them and the Clippers, obviously, as their top teams. But, um, but yeah, Lakers are the one seed, and we'll see how they play the final couple um, games here in the bubble, you know, resting some starters maybe, stuff like that. How long do we have um, until this regular oh, season is over? I want to say it's the 14th. We have until the 14th. That's what I, I believe. It's um, 14th or 15th. I, I'm almost positive. And everything's pretty tight. I mean, everything's where it should be yeah. in the East, and then everything's tight in the West. Yeah, yeah. The West is very tight. It's going to be very interesting to see uh, how this West plays out, um, especially for that 8 seed. That's what we're playing for right now. Everything else is locked up. But um, that 8 seed, there's... Is it six teams, seven teams within three or four games of it? So it's going to be very interesting. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, um, the, the Kings are three and a half games back, and that's the and, and they're the lowest seed. So we'll, we'll have a lot to, to be watching for for this final seed. Which is really cool. I mean, it's oh, exciting yeah. to kind of finish out the, the regular season this way. Yeah. And I think it's going to be, hopefully the excitement continues into the playoffs. Um, I don't know. It, once again, I don't have a problem with the no fans. It doesn't seem to change much. The players yeah. are relatively happy. I think the playoffs are going to be just as exciting as they were last season. Yeah, and I think in the M- NBA, you don't really, other than the courtside fans and like the like the, like the, like the like all the media, you don't really see the fans too much just because there is so much of the bench Kind of like how we talked about last episode. There's so much people involved in that bench where there's three rows of people. So I don't really think you notice that there's not fans other than obviously when they go to a crowd shot or show the fans on the video board. I think the players may even like this. Uh, Not necessarily no fans, but having the court as open as it is. Yeah. I've seen some players finishing at the rim and being able to, almost like you're playing back in high school, yeah. Um, finish at the rim. You're jogging um, three <laughs> yards past the rim and kind of looking up to see if you made it before you go back down court. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they they might like that um, hustling to get balls out of bounds when they don't have to get beer spilled all over. <laughs> right. It's definitely yeah. A plus. Oh yeah. Uh, I think everything picks up right where the, right where they left off at the playoffs last year. I don't think anything's going to change pandemic wise besides obviously dealing with the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully the playoffs are the same as last year, uh, just as exciting. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Definitely. That's all we have for the NBA. So um, I do have 
I have a trivia question for you. Oh, no. Okay. Bring it. NBA question is not going to be pretty. So it's NBA it's teams. The Cincinnati Royals. <laughs> of all the NBA teams, how many do not end with an S? You are really good with these questions that are just... How many do not end with an S? Yeah. Do not end with an S. And I have no way to cheat. Normally I have all of these standings and all this paperwork in front of me. I have no way to cheat. Okay. I mean, I don't want to take too much time up, uh, but I do want time to think about this. Okay, I've got one. I've got two in my head. I've got two in my head. Um, I'm trying to think about... Three, no. Um, three, final answer. Three's final answer? Yes. It, it is four. Oh, who's the... Name all four of them. It's the Heat, Thunder, Magic, and Jazz. Oh, Jazz. I miss Jazz. How can I miss the Jazz? <laughs> Damn it. Three was, was good. Close, yeah, was I, yeah, that's that a good guess. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a good guess. Yeah, I, I had, I had heat, I had magic, uh, and then thunder came at the last minute because I had to think about um, newer teams, yeah. newer teams for me. Yeah. Um, than, than my Sports Illustrated NBA teams. <laughs> my Sports Illustrated kids. NBA kids, teams. yeah, yeah, can't forget that. Listen. Uh, we were going to talk about the NHL. We were going to give an update on the, NHL, on the NHL. I can't figure out the bracket at all. The NHL is playing. Now, I'm gonna, there's your update. Yeah, the NHL is playing. <laughs> uh, we're going to wait until there's less teams in the NHL to be able to discuss about what's going on. Um, I think most most podcasts, and not that we are most podcasts, we're very different, we're much more electric, but most podcasts aren't discussing unless they're an NHL podcast aren't discussing specific games in the NHL um, so we're going to wait until you know I apologize to all our NHL fans um, <laughs> but uh, we're going to wait to talk about the NHL but scratch that we're going to move into the PGA Championship Kepka looking for his third straight third straight PGA Championship and most importantly um, the thing that all gamblers all golf fans all casual golf fans all diehard golf fans Tiger's back oh yeah Tiger's back it's always um, electric when he's coming back and with Tiger being back the first major in over a year um, due to the pandemic and all the cancellations that happened and all the movement not cancellations plus rescheduling uh, so the PGA Championship uh, we don't have a lot to talk about with the PGA Championship we're getting rolling today um, everybody's making their picks. Everyone's making their bets. Golf is so much fun to bet on. Golf is one of my favorite things to bet on. Uh, we're going to give, obviously, all the updates on Monday. But we want to make some picks. We want to lay down our bets for the weekend. We're going to have a golfer to win and a golfer to finish top 10. That's why I love betting on golf because you can, you can make these bets. You can have somebody to win, but you can also pick these golfers that are going to play well. Like you can you can bet on these top ten. So, Grant, give me your golfer to win. All right, so my golfer to win is probably very um, just not much fun, but it's gonna be Brooks. 
Um, I just, okay. I, I, he, he's probably my favorite golfer to watch just because um, he just just seems like a cool guy. You know, he just doesn't give a shit about a lot. So uh, he's he's my favorite. So I'm gonna go with him to win it. Been playing very well in the championship been. these past few years. Uh, looking to keep it going. My golfer to win, um, especially for betting sake. Um, and of course, I mean, how can you not root for him over the weekend? It's Tiger. Yeah, that's um, a good one. Tiger golfer to win. It's bold. It's always bold. Uh, pretty much after you know after he went on that tear. Um, all the way up through pretty much uh, 2010, where he won uh, 14 majors and wins his 15th in 2019 on my birthday, which was an exciting day. I'm sure you remember that. We got um, we had a good day. <laughs> oh yeah, we had a oh, good yeah. day uh, watching Tiger win. But um, looking to explode out of 15 majors to 16, he's my golfer to win. Golfer to finish top 10. Who you got? So I don't really have a reasoning for this, but uh, I'm going to go with Dustin Johnson. No reason for it, though. No. No, I don't know I too mean, much about golf. No, but that's a solid pick. I mean, obviously, if the name's popping up to you, and, and if you're yeah, not yeah. much attention to golf, then... Yeah, he, um, he's, he's, just, he, he's just one of the guys I know. So that's my pick. No, I, I, I like that pick a lot. So, so my pick... Uh, going hand in hand with your first pick, uh, golfer to finish top ten, Brooks Kepka. Pretty much uh, always there, especially with a major in these past few years. He very rarely has a meltdown. When he does, mm-hmm. it's pretty major. He doesn't seem to care. Um, so that's always tough. Uh, I don't think Brooks could could care less if he's finishing top ten or not. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which which is always tough, but uh, it's it's a good pick to finish top ten for sure. <laughs> that's our PGA Championship takes. We'll give you all the updates on Monday. Uh, are you gonna watch? Um, I'll probably tune in a little bit, but we're gonna be traveling this weekend as a family um, down to a little humble. Um, humble yeah, very humble break. It's my dad's birthday this weekend, so we're gonna be traveling a little bit. So I'm not sure how much I'll be able to watch. Yeah, I could give a shit. Um, so I'll be able to follow all that. I'll be making some picks, uh, laying down some bets, hopefully each day uh, on what's going down with golf. So. We're jumping into segments now. That's all we have for headlines. Uh, Grant, you want to introduce this one, the worst time for a planned event? Yeah, so we kind of thought of this this morning. Um, the Big Ten schedule came out, obviously, like we talked about. Um, and Ohio State plays Michigan on October 24th. So, on October 24th, I already have my cousin's wedding. So you guys can imagine how pissed off I am about this um you know the one game that obviously I mean obviously you want to see every game but the one game that means the most each year is that game and um you know I'm I'm already nervous I'm, I'm already starting to worry about how I'm gonna watch this game or when and where I'm gonna watch this game um you're already gonna have to start strategically playing yeah what's going oh on. yeah yeah I mean I asked my mom t- tonight what time the wedding was because I'm already trying to figure out game time. I'm assuming it's going to be a noon game as always, but I'm trying to make sure I can get that game in before the wedding or if I have to after the wedding. But I'm not like watching a replay or something like that. Maybe they'll reschedule the wedding. Well, that's what I was also wondering because <laughs> they are big Ohio State fans. As Which would be crazy. Oh, well, yeah. maybe they want to get married. Um, but yeah. That, yeah. That Michigan um, breaks this eight-game streak. Eh. Eh. Um, so 
worst time for a planned event. We all know these these events that just pop up, and it's like, are you kidding me? Um, so we're going to do our top three here. Grant, you can lead it off. I really like mine. I just want to say that. I'm excited for mine. So this one's kind of, I don't know if it's a great answer, but it's when there's something else going on that you would rather be at. So whether... That was a... That was a it's, 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 it's generic, but it's true. So, like, if a family thing pops up, but, like, all your boys are out doing something, and you're like, man, like, that's something that I really want to be at. But you just can't be there. That's because that's you're not family-oriented. Oh, my gosh. You're just not a good guy. That's why. Oh that, my. This segment isn't why I'm a bad guy. It's worst time for a planned event. Did you have one or no? Yeah, bitch. Yeah, of course I have yeah, one. Yeah, bitch. My first one is worst time for a planned event during a pandemic. Don't, oh, don't give oh, me any plans. That's that's don't real give original. Me any plans during a pandemic. That's that's real original. No, no, come on. This is the first time that we've dealt with a pandemic, and people are still making plans like like everything's normal. I, just tonight, I I got uh, asked to kind of a family dinner. To go out to a family dinner? No, I'm not going to family dinner. Yo, I'm reducing oh. my exposure as much as possible. <laughs> After you just said I'm not a family man, you won't go to a family dinner. Oh, well, I'm going to do that. Because I want to be there for yeah. my family because I'm a yeah. good guy. Yeah, that's right, bitch. What's number two for you? All right, so mine is going to be during a holiday. So for the listeners that don't know, um, for the 4th of July, I had a wedding to attend. Um, and I was, it was a great time, but for me, I just wouldn't want to go to a ho- uh, a wedding on, during a holiday, you know, especially the 4th of July. I don't want your wedding on a holiday. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know why you'd want that either. Um, they had to, there's the only day that they're, uh, all the vendors and everything could come, so I understand that, but um, it was just, you know, especially the 4th of July, that's kind of a time to be outdoors and um, out in the lake. Outdoors. Big, big, uh, big outdoorsman. Oh, I'm a big Patagonia guy. Big outdoorsman guy. Um, so I have a question then with that. Yes. Uh, during a holiday, do you not attend any Christmas festivities? <laughs> Shut up. No Christmas events uh, for the King of Shitty Takes. Is it playing? That's his first question. Uh, Grant's mom calls him and says, are you coming to Christmas dinner? You, if we're planning it ahead of time, I'm not fucking coming. <laughs> So, my number two, this is a good one. Uh, the worst time for a planned event. So, in this case, it's a planned meeting. The Monday before practice. That Monday <laughs> meeting before practice. Coach texts you on Sunday night or Monday morning and says, nothing but meeting before practice, be in the locker room. <laughs> on a Monday. Everything's running through your head. You immediately text all the guys. You try to figure out do? what happened. Is everybody alive? Are we all good? Is every did we bail everybody out of jail before Sunday? Is anybody on the newspaper? Is anybody's face on the newspaper? What construction equipment did we move over the weekend <laughs> that we're having a meeting on Monday? This is the worst time for a playing event. Right before practice on Monday. All very true, too. Everybody's just shaking. Oh, yeah. As the coach walks in, and you're just, oh, boy, what did we do? And it's probably nothing. Uh, we got, you know, New Jersey tops or something. Something big, something good. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
confusion. And, you know, who... Um, on occasion, it's something big like that. You just never know with that Monday before practice meeting. It's something you're worried about all day. All right, so yeah. So so for my third one, that's a very good one because that, those are all very true. But for my third one, um, I'm going to do bad weather. Um, if you have something planned, you know, a beach day or something, and it's just raining all day, it's just something that just ruins your day. It could ruin your week because that might be your one day for the week. You know, you're off work. Um, you actually have some time to do something. And then it rains all day and you're just unable to do anything. Um, it's just a real so mood killer. Are you a big farmer's almanac guy? Like, do you know when it's going to rain? How are we supposed to plan around that, Grant? You can look at the date at, at your weather app. You shitting me? You're just supposed to look ahead like a planned event. A planned event is like weeks ahead of time. It's like we're going on vacation. Check the weather. I know it's two months away. Check the weather and see what kind of radar is coming two months away. Did you have a third one or no? Are you? <laughs> you're just really trying to push this off on me, aren't you? <laughs> so I've got another banger um, because you're just lackluster. We're probably going to have plank. You're going to have to cut out all of his. Because uh, all of them have been terrible. So my third one, this is a really good one. Worst time for a planned event on a fall Saturday morning. All right. College game day's on, and maybe you got to go to work. Maybe you got to go to a meeting. Um, maybe something's going down on Saturday morning, and you need to be there. <laughs> you don't get to watch game day, and you feel so far behind yeah. the rest of the day. Uh, yeah. It's the worst time for a plan event. It's that fall Saturday morning. You wake up. You're so excited about college game day. Oh, I have something to do. Now I can't watch college game day. Now my whole day is fucked up. Yep. That, that, that's very true. Yeah, so Plank uh, cut all of his because <laughs> those were the worst takes ever. You're the king of shitty takes. That's why. You're the king of shitty takes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's just resorts to, to mocking me and you know that's what I'm right you know that's so, what I'm right yeah <laughs> nice alright so moving into our next segment what no yeah you don't have anything else to say and I don't want to hear it anymore <laughs> if you have the fourth one I don't want to hear it cause it's probably worse than the first three so we're moving on to our next segment we did this segment last week it was actually a lot of fun uh, and if you listen to that episode I'm already losing it again if you listen to that episode, I, I laugh for about five minutes straight. I just couldn't keep it together. We were going to cut it, uh, but it was just too funny. So we changed the name of the segment. It's now called Below Average Athletes, Above Average Expectations. So we're going to have four again, uh, four situations. and We're going to discuss uh, how long or what we can do in these situations. We'll just jump right into it. It's always so hard to explain this segment. But number one, Joey Chestnut's record is 75 hot dogs. Now, how long would it take us to reach 75 hot dogs, take us individually to reach his record? Realistically, you uh, you have any amount of time, days, weeks, um, I mean, I guess months, if you really want it to take that long, but 75 hot dogs. I'm going to say six days. Six days? 
Yeah. I mean, coming around day two or three, if you're eating that many hot dogs, you're well, going to be a little gassed. Well, see, that's what I'm thinking. So I'm thinking like day one, you kind of do a little more, and then, because you're going to be getting tired of them. So I think as the week goes on, you could do it in six, probably seven, six, six or seven days. So I think, I think realistically, if I, if I had to, I could find a way to eat two hot dogs for every meal after a while but this first day I'm going to bang out as many as possible Yeah. and I legitimately throughout the day like I have all day I think I could eat 15 yeah, I think I, I could see, eat yeah. 15 hot dogs throughout a day just get drunk and you can just down them see but I struggle with hot dogs as it is I had, oh, I had yeah. a hot dog oh that's right for, for our listeners I, I had a hot dog incident in college um, that that isn't as dirty as you think it is hell um, I don't know has, yeah nice your jersey oh, is pretty a, dirty um, yeah nice so I had to deal with I have to deal with that but uh, as everybody knows especially from Lone Wolf Saga I'm a grinder knows <laughs> the grindstone gritty salt of the earth individual when it's time to work I work with that being said, I finished 75 hot dogs in, in a week. I can see it. I mean, I can put in some work, and I, after after that week, I'm going to struggle. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm going to be dragging ass for a oh, little yeah. bit. I'm probably going to puke quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Moving forward to the next one, home run derby balls. Okay, so this one's kind of complicated to explain, but I think it's, it's a point of contention. What was the home run derby, right? It was 91, wasn't it? Yep. So let's go with an average. Let's say an average is 50. How's that? Yeah, that's good. 50 home runs. So let's say during the course of a home run derby, the, the average home run derby uh, contestant hits 50. Let's just say that. I'm not sure if, the, if, if that's correct. Obviously, the record's 91 uh, with Vladdy Jr., but... You're given a week, so you get as many balls as you want. Uh, BP all day if you want to. You're given a week. Could you beat that 50 balls, or how many could you hit? I'm out. I'm not. I could, no. What? I, I couldn't. You, you couldn't got, hit 50 balls in a week? You got to think. If, I mean, one, I'm not a home run hitter. I never was. Two, you got to think. If you're doing it all day, by day two or three, your hands are just beat to shit. You're not going to be able to do it. You're not going to be able to swing. You're going to get blisters. So how many do you think you could hit? In a week? If I was truly trying, maybe 10. You think you could only hit 10? Maybe, yeah. There's no way. If you took BP every day, Yeah. as many balls as you wanted... You hit more than ten. No, I don't think so. I think I can hit. A, I think I can hit one day. I, I think I can hit seven. I'm gonna go ten to fifteen. Final answer. You think you're only gonna hit that many more than me? Yeah. It. I it think it's I can, a lot tougher. You know, I take enough swings. Eventually, the stars are gonna align. Um, and I'm. I don't know because you're gonna get tired. I'm. I'm really powerful. You're right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, I'm a powerful athlete. Um, You're gonna get tired. I'm gonna make contact. 
You're going to get too tired. Your legs will be tired. Arms are tired from swinging. Hands hurt. Once again, I'm a salt of the earth. Most of the a hardworking individual. I don't get tired. If I don't, if I don't hit many, it's not because I'm tired. It's because I don't have the talent. <laughs> <laughs> that I mean, too. that's true. I, mean, yeah. I think you're wrong about 10. I don't I mean, think so. I mean, if you hit enough and you start forming those calluses again, you're ready to roll, maybe you take BP twice a day, three times a day, I think you're going to hit one out each round. I don't think so. All right, so uh, that one wasn't nearly as contentious as I thought it would be. Do you think that – how many do you think they could hit? Because, I mean, it takes a lot out of uh, those home run derby guys to, to put everything into every swing that they're taking. In a like week? How many, how many balls do you think they're hitting a week then? I mean – They were trying. Are they hitting un- unlimited BP a day? Yeah, if they want it, same conditions as us. Like 250? Okay, well, I think it's bananas and you think you can only hit 10, and I'm not trying to hype you up at all. Um, I'm not going to hype you up ever again after those worst time for planned event takes. <laughs> those are just straight garbage. Whatever. Okay, this next one, uh, shut up. This next one is uh, interesting. So, we are running normal. You're running as hard as you can for a mile, okay? Usain Bolt. I know he, I don't want to hear it. I know he doesn't run the mile. He's a sprinter, but he's got to be faster than us in the mile. But he has to run a beer mile. So a beer mile is each lap. He has to chug um, 12 ounces. He has to chug a whole beer each lap. And we are running normal. Do you think we can beat him? I want to say no, but I think it would be pretty close. I think it would be a lot closer than we think. You think it would be closer, you think... Like him winning, it would be closer, or us winning, it would be closer. Him winning, it'd be closer. I don't think that we'd be too far behind. You think he's gonna win no matter what? I don't. I don't know. I don't think he's a big drinker, man. That's what I'm thinking now. And I don't think he's used to running on a full belly like that. I mean, yeah. That beer mile is tough. Yeah. You were extremely bloated. And he has to do it each time. I think we get off to the... You know what? When we first start, we're going to be... I don't know. I, I can't see him being a big-time beer chugger. Yeah. You've convinced me. I think that um, that we would win. I think we would be a half a lap ahead by the time that he finished that first beer. I mean, we would have to run hard. But I think we'd be a half a lap ahead by the time he finished the first beer. And then he would probably do a number on us and be within um, a quarter of a lap up to us. But then we do it again, and then we're three yeah. fours. And then he's a half a lap behind us. And he's going to continue to slow Yeah, I down. like that. Yeah, I think that's... I, I really do think that we, could, that we could run away with this one. I don't know about... I think we could run away, yes, but... I, we can run away with this one. I definitely think that I'm we sorry. can win. Uh, yeah. I don't know if he's a drinker. He could be an incredible drinker. <laughs> he, um, could. He, he, he is a listener, so you uh, saying just reach out to us. Let us know if you're a big drinker. If you are, um, you know, let's do this. <laughs> let's, let's get set up. 
so I'm looking through his, I found his diet online. Uh, for breakfast, he has an egg sandwich, no beer, <laughs> weak. Uh, for lunch, pasta and corned beef, no beer. Throughout the day, he has mango, pineapple, apples. What a pussy. You better be careful. <laughs> and then he has, for dinner, Jamaican dumplings, roasted chicken, no beer. We're running away with this. Yeah, he's a pussy. He doesn't have a beer a day. What a pussy. He's not drinking a beer a day. What about what about this? What what if we both did a beer mile? Are we beating him? Mm. We're, I'm, I'm beating him. <laughs> I think that we're in better shape that way to <laughs> be able to do stuff while drinking, so probably. Yeah, and this is all about above average expectations. <laughs> That's true. Uh, last one. I have, I've kept it together. I haven't laughed. I'm proud. That much. <coughs> Big cough, though. Big cough. Uh, Rona? Probably. Um, so, could you win a major, so a major championship in golf? Could you win a major with unlimited hole restarts? Not unlimited mulligans, so you don't get unlimited shots. You get unlimited hole restarts. No, so I could not. You can play the first hole over and over again until you get the score you want then go to the second hole play it over and over again until you get the score you want no I you couldn't. say no right off the bat nope eventually you're gonna hit a good shot I'm not a, good at golf the first hole. you play the first hole all day yeah but I am not good at golf at all there's no way that I'm hitting three to four shots in a row that are that good enough to put me in a position to win that's a good point the, the three to four shots in a row you could hit a good shot and you have to line it up exactly yeah you don't think though somehow you could steal a couple birdies and just contend Maybe with par? No, no, not a chance. <laughs> you couldn't win a major. No, with unloaded hole restarts. N- not even come close. Seriously, you don't think eventually you could hit? I'm a couple not bad at golf. I'm not bad at golf. Wow. Um, so for the listeners. We have to see video evidence of this. Uh, we'll probably be going sometime next week. I want to see video evidence tweeted out to the listeners uh, of your golf game. I think I'm going next week. Yeah, so I want to see a hole. I just want to see, I want to see right. one hole. Okay, right. we're following you the whole way. We'll send out Plank, uh, Plank Productions, our production crew. Shout out. Um, They've been fantastic through all of this, but that, that's beside the point. But they'll come out um, and follow you through a hole. All right, let's do it. We got room here for them. Um, yeah, I think I think that I could win a major with limited hole restarts. I don't think I don't think it'll be perfect. It'll probably take a long time, um, but eventually, I just think it can happen. Eventually, I think it could happen for you eventually too. And you play a hole over and over again. With no time limit on this either. Eventually, you're going to be able to get the score you want. Maybe in eight years. Okay. Well, maybe i got to stop beating you, beating your self-esteem down so much. Good one, bitch. No, I don't, I don't think I'm going to. I'm the alpha. Um, yeah. Wow. I'm not surprised that, that you think that you're an alpha, especially after those takes were the worst time uh, for a point of takes. That was brutal. 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 Like, I, plank, okay, 
I'm not even going to listen to the mocking at this point because it's ridiculous. Um, that's all we have for you, ladies and gentlemen. Join us this Monday to see how our bets panned out. Hear our takes and get your headlines. As always, stay safe. Be healthy. Keep those feet moving. Plank. <laughs>